What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of Reading with Ricky. It's me, Ricky Jones. Still, you're back again. I always laugh because it's like, it's Reading with Ricky, then I introduce myself. But it's all good, you know, just putting it out there, all the necessary information. But with that being said, we are continuing in our reading of Luke chapter 2. And we're picking up at verse 25. If you miss any of the readings, know that it is beneficial for you to go back. After you've listened to this, like maybe it had encouraged you to go back to hear what Luke chapter 1 has to say to us, as well as Luke chapter 2 leading up to where we are now. However, we're going to read seven minutes of the word, finish it with prayer so that we can seal what has been read. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to go about our ways. I believe that will seal the deal to what we have in this moment. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get this part started. And it says, Luke chapter 2, verse 25, at that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord, as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace, as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people, Israel. So that's beautiful. Why? Because Simeon prayed a prayer to God, requesting, asking, pleading to God, to not let him die until he was able to see the birth of the Messiah, Jesus. And Holy Spirit came upon him, granted him that wish and that prayer, not a wish, let's be specific, granting him that prayer. And upon the time in which the Messiah was going to come about where he was, Holy Spirit then came upon him again, led him to the temple and allowed for him to see the Messiah, but not only see the Messiah, right? Holy Spirit, God allowed him to like one up what he requested. That's just God, right? God always does above and beyond what we can ask or think. And so with that, God also allowed for Simeon to hold the Messiah. And I could just imagine Simeon just cradling the Messiah, cradling Jesus as the baby that he was, right? He was only eight days old when they came across each other. And upon doing so, one of the beautiful things that I love that Simeon said is that he talking about Jesus, is a light to reveal God to the nations, the Messiah, the one in whom I'm holding, the one in whom I prayed to see, not only that was going to uh, deliver Israel, but it's going to be a light to reveal God to the nations. Ladies and gentlemen, why do I harp on this part? Why do I allow for my imaginations to wander in this respect? It's because you, just as much as I, are here to bring light to the nations that glorifies God. You and I, put your name in the space, I'm gonna put mine. Ricky is a light to reveal God to the nations. You, ma'am, you, sir, are a light to reveal God to the nations. Again, let us be swift to share of the goodness of God that we've experienced in the land of the living. But more than anything, let us let our life show. Let us let our light shine. Let us let our life be an example to who God is for the nations to not only see, but to experience and to marvel. 
And then it goes on to say, Jesus's parents were amazed at what was being said about him being Jesus. So that was cool, right? And more than anything, this was one of the shifts of when it was just only considered to be Mary's child, as now it is the parents, Jesus' parents, considering Joseph as well. Why? Because they were going to do the ceremonial practices in which the father and the mother would come with the various sacrifices. So, you know, Joseph started, I'm not going to say get some respect, but he started to get recognized. He started to get recognized, but you know, it's all good. Joseph played his part very well. Shouts out to Joseph. He, he kept his cool. And so then it goes on to say in verse 34, then Simeon blessed them. And he said to Mary, the baby's mother, this child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall, but he will be a joy to many others. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce their very, or excuse me, your very soul. And so there was prophecy. There was prophecy in who Jesus would be, the life that he would live, but also the result that it would cause Mary. Why? Because it would pierce a sword. It would be like a sword that will pierce her very soul. She would be hurt. She would be wounded. She would be damaged. She would be hurt by the effects of others, which we will later find out. Of course, Jesus being betrayed. Of course, Jesus being mocked. Of course, Jesus being ridiculed. Jesus being lied upon. And Jesus being sought after his whole life by the very people, the very Israelites, the very people that were leaders of the law and such things as that, which I'm not going to get ahead of myself. But nonetheless, um, I love this prophecy. Um, and even too, out of it, what can I glean from this is there's beauty in baby dedications, right? They were dedicating Jesus. And in the midst of the dedication, there was a God moment. And so I say that to say, never hold back your child. And so now I'm taking up all the time. But nonetheless, never hold back your child from being dedicated to God. We believe, we being the Joneses and such, we believe that babies are to be dedicated and baptism is for those that make the decision themselves to be baptized because that's when you, we believe that that's when you are making a public declaration of the faith that you have privately uh, done with God and Jesus accepted him as your Lord and Savior. And so then you are to be baptized publicly saying, I am a follower of God. I am a believer of God. I am a kingdom citizen. However, until then, baby dedications are beautiful. It was done back in Moses' days. It was done in Jesus' day, and we can still do it today. And upon our kids actually being dedicated, that's when I started calling my son brother. I, start, I started seeing him as a brother in Christ. I believe that upon him being dedicated, that he now has the ability to be used by God. And, you know, we talk about God on a regular. We pray to Jesus on a regular. And we talk about this Christian life, a life of faith, a life being a believer and a kingdom citizen on a regular. And so I see him at a, as a brother in Christ. And so I call him brother. And so all that to say, baby dedications, don't hold them back because you could receive something that could let you know how to steward your child, how to raise your child, how they will be able to navigate life because of who God created them to be and the purpose that they will put on this earth to fulfill. So all of to say, don't hold your baby back from baby dedications because just as it was beneficial for Jesus, it was beneficial for our children. And I believe it will be beneficial for yours. So 
with that being said, the main point, well, not the main point, because I said a great point. However, another point that I want to emphasize is that you, just as much as Jesus, just as much as I, just as much as my wife, Crystal, and our two kids, we are a light to reveal God to the nations. Hold that, wrap that up in your mind, and allow for that to be who you are and how you go about your day. And so I'm going to seal it with prayer by saying, I thank you, Lord God, for reminding us through the word today that we are a light that reveal God to the nations. I thank you, Lord God, that in being the light that you will allow for us to live life in such a way that it brings glory to you, that it brings others to you, and we will be able to show your goodness, your grace, your mercies, your favor, um, and all that comes with the kingdom. We will be revealers of that. And I thank you, Lord God, and us being revealers of that, that others will see us and wonder what it is uniquely about us, wonder what makes us distinct, unique, or different. And we're able to tell them it's because of God that's within us, the hope of glory, the light that's within us that is for all, is for the nations. And so I thank you, Lord God, as we as well lift up babies, right? I thank you that parents will have the heart and the mind and the understanding that baby dedications is what they want to do and should do. And that is a good thing to do for their children and that it could be and would be beneficial for the longevity of the life of the child, as well as the parent's ability to steward the gift that the child actually is. And we thank you, Lord God, for all. I thank you, Father God, for those that are not in the kingdom just yet. I thank you that you have spoken to them. It's not me. It's you that has spoken to them. And I thank you that they will find a good, good, good community of believers that will allow for them to grow in the faith and um, have knowledge of who they are what they have and what they have a right to being kingdom citizens. And we love you and we thank you. And it's in Jesus name. I pray. Man. All right, great people. So this is day three, man. This, this, this week is fun. This week is going by fast in a sense, but also fun because the word is so good and loose. But nonetheless, I'm not going to hold y'all longer than I need to. So I'm going to say peace. I love you. And I see you on the next episode tomorrow. Peace.